Good morning, and welcome to Simply Economics. It's Saturday, March 2nd. On today's show, Argon Upgrade lets data portal users get nerdy about economic resilience, and China navigates economic challenges with innovative, synergistic policy strength. Plus, Suland is named tops for economic development for the fourth year in a row by Site Selection Magazine. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Economics. We start off with a look at how community leaders and administrators now have a more powerful tool for understanding their community's economic strengths and vulnerabilities, thanks to the newly enhanced National Economic Resilience Data Explorer, or NERDI. This online data portal's enhanced second edition makes it easier for users to create economic development plans, improve resilience, and apply for economic assistance and grants. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Economics. Can you tell us more about NERDI and its new features? Absolutely, David. NERDI first launched in 2022 as a partnership between the U.S. Department of Energy's Argonne National Laboratory and the Department of Commerce's Economic Development Administration. Since then, both the number of users and scope of its resources have grown tremendously. The new enhancements aim to improve user experience and provide more consistent data presentation. For example, it's now easier for users to compare their community's strengths and weaknesses to those of neighboring communities. What kind of data does NERDI provide? NERDA provides a wealth of data, including statistics regarding local economic distress, employment and gross domestic product, local industry clusters, climate risk and innovation. This information is available for more than 3,000 counties and for every economic development district in the United States. The new edition of NERDI also provides more types of data, including information from Argonne's Economic Development Capacity Index, metrics on patent claims and small business innovation research grants, and U.S. Census trade data at the state level. How does NERDI ensure that this data is user-friendly and accessible? The NERDI team has made a concerted effort to improve the user experience. The new release focuses on using narrative elements to deliver more context around the data rather than simply delivering the data itself. It also includes a redesigned local snapshot called My Community Report, which provides metrics based on the user's geographic location. Users can explore data at the neighborhood level or select multiple counties simultaneously to create a custom development district to analyze. More advanced users can access all of this data through a redesigned application programming interface. What role did the U.S. Census play in NERDI's upgrade? The U.S. Census played a significant role in NERDI's upgrade. The NERDI development team participated in a 12-week technology development sprint that focused on building data platforms for public officials. This sprint was part of the U.S. Census Bureau's Open Innovation Labs, The Opportunity Project. The insights gained from this process helped the team understand what enhancements would be most beneficial to users. How can interested parties learn more about NERDI and its capabilities? The NERDI development team is hosting a comprehensive training webinar on Tuesday, March 5th at 12 p.m. CT and again on Monday, March 18th at 2 p.m. CT. Interested parties can register to receive a meeting link. 
More information about NERD and other National Economic Research and Resilience Center tools can also be found on their website. Thanks for that insight, James. Now, shifting our focus to the East, despite some Western media reports casting a gloomy shadow over China's economic landscape, a closer look at the country's strategic responses tells a different story. Contrary to these pessimistic narratives, China's economic policy arsenal is not only ample, but also markedly effective. Here with more on this is our correspondent for Simply Economics. Can you shed some light on China's economic strategies? Certainly, David. China's economic strategies have evolved over time, demonstrating a commendable level of responsibility and strategic foresight. They extend beyond traditional fiscal and monetary policies to include structural reforms, innovation-driven approaches, and global collaboration. The Central Economic Work Conference in December 2023 emphasized the continuation of proactive fiscal and prudent monetary policies into 2024 while enhancing policy innovation and coordination. What were some of the economic challenges China faced in 2023, and how did it respond? In 2023, China grappled with subdued demand, industrial overcapacity, and complex domestic and international economic environments. However, through a series of calibrated countermeasures and policy adjustments, China began to see results. Notably, China's GDP soared beyond 126 trillion yuan, or 17.73 trillion US dollars, marking a year-on-year -year increase of 5.2%. This increment underscores the robust momentum of the Chinese economy. What about the loan prime rate? How has that affected the economy? On February 20th, the loan prime rate, a market-based benchmark lending rate, saw its over five-year rate reduced by 25 basis points to 3.95%. This significant decrease effectively lowers the cost of corporate financing, improves the credit environment, and is likely to benefit the further recovery of consumer spending. And how have China's policies impacted consumption and living standards? Policies to boost consumption have been effective. Last year, China's total retail sales of consumer goods grew by 7.2%, to reach 47.15 trillion yuan, hitting a record high. Service retail sales saw a 20% year-on-year increase, and per capita service consumption expenditure surged by 14.4%, accounting for 45.2% of the total. This signals an optimization of the consumption structure and an elevation in living standards. What about China's commitment to environmental protection and sustainable development? China's commitment to environmental protection and sustainable development is evident in its promotion of green energy and low-carbon technologies. The production of key industrial goods like solar cells and new energy vehicles has seen significant increases, reflecting China's strides in green development. How has China been managing its real estate market? In 2023, China introduced numerous policies to stabilize the real estate market, a total of 276 cities across China have established real estate financing coordination mechanisms, and about 6,000 property projects have been included on the white lists that are eligible for financing support. Major cities like Shanghai, Guangzhou, and Shenzhen have adapted their housing policies. What role does innovation play in China's economic strategy? Investments in scientific research and innovation underpinned by advancements in technologies like AI, big data, and 5G, have significantly bolstered China's new productive forces. These efforts lay a solid foundation for the nation's enduring economic development. 
What can we expect from China's economic policies in the future? This year, China plans major measures to further reform in all areas and inject strong impetus into promoting high-quality development and advancing Chinese modernization. New measures for this year's economic and social development will be unveiled at the upcoming two sessions, or the annual meetings of China's national legislature and top political advisory body. China aims to improve the quality of its economy and promote its growth within a reasonable range, placing greater emphasis on the solid, full, and down-to-earth implementation of policies and measures. Thanks for the insights, Michael. Now let's shift our focus to the Sulin Tri-State region, which has once again claimed the top spot for per capita economic development performance for populations under 200,000. This marks the fourth consecutive year that the region has achieved this feat, according to a survey in Site Selection magazine. Here with more on this story is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Economics. Abby, what does this ranking mean for the Sulin region? David, this is a significant achievement for the Sulin region. The Sioux City Metropolitan Statistical Area, or MSA, has earned the top national per capita ranking for its population category for the entire year of 2023. This follows their first place finishes in 2020, 2021, and 2022. The per capita ranking was first introduced by site selection in 2020, and Sulin has claimed the title every year since. What areas does this tri-state Sulin region encompass? The Sulin region includes Sioux City, Sargent Bluff, and Lamars in Iowa, South Sioux City and Dakota City in Nebraska, and North Sioux City and Dakota Dunes in South Dakota. The region has consistently outperformed other areas, including Bowling Green, for the per capita crown. How has this news been received by local business and economic development leaders? Local leaders have welcomed the news. Lance Morgan, president and CEO of Ho Chunk Inc., and chair of the board of directors of the Siouxland Initiative expressed pride in the region's performance and pledged to continue promoting the diversification of businesses in the region. Chris McGowan, president of the Siouxland Initiative, also expressed gratitude to Site Selection Magazine and the corporate decision makers who choose to expand and locate in Siouxland. What factors have contributed to Siouxland's success in this area? Adam Bruns, editor-in-chief and head of publications for Site Selection, pointed out that the projects in Siouxland were distributed almost equally across the three states. He noted the area's strengths in food processing and highlighted the advantages of the region's location at the juncture of three states and the Missouri River. This gives prospects a range of choices, and they are choosing the region. And how did the individual states perform in the ranking? In the ranking among states, South Dakota was recognized as the top performing state in the nation based on per capita economic development projects for the 2023 calendar year. This is another feather in the cap for the Siouxland region. That's certainly impressive, Abby. Thanks for the insights. Speaking of economic developments, let's shift our focus to the greater Lexington region, which is making significant strides according to Site Selection Magazine's annual rankings. The region has moved up the rankings in both total projects and projects per capita, placing it in the top 10 nationally for Tier 2 metros. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Economics. Can you tell us more about these rankings and what they mean for the region? Certainly, David. 
Site Selection Magazine is a trusted publication known for its in-depth analysis of corporate real estate strategy and economic development. It ranks areas based on the number of qualified projects, which must meet at least one of the following criteria. A minimum capital investment of $1 million, the creation of at least 20 new jobs, or an addition of at least 20,000 square feet of new floor area. So what factors have contributed to Greater Lexington's success in these rankings? A key factor has been the region's strong emphasis on regionalism. Private and public sector leaders within the nine-county economic development region have been working collaboratively on a regional competitiveness plan. This plan aims to make the region more competitive for jobs and talent. Efforts have also been bolstered by the Bluegrass Alliance, a group of economic development professionals throughout the region. By embracing regionalism, Greater Lexington is better equipped to attract a skilled workforce, secure business sites, expand housing inventory, and access education and training resources. What about the state of Kentucky and smaller urban areas? How do they fare in these rankings? Kentucky ranked third in per capita projects, reflecting the state's strong performance in attracting investments and promoting growth. Similarly, Frankfurt was noted for its placement as fourth among micropolitan areas. These recognitions not only showcase the effectiveness of collaboration, but also emphasize the significant role played by states and smaller urban areas in driving economic opportunities. What can we expect from Greater Lexington going forward? As Greater Lexington continues to build on this momentum, Commerce Lexington and its regional partners remain committed to supporting the region's economic development initiatives. With a focus on collaboration, strategic planning, and sustainable growth, Greater Lexington is poised to attract new opportunities and drive economic prosperity for years to come. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. And with that, we conclude our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Economics, We'll see you back here tomorrow.